On the Choose to Think podcast, I will encourage and empower you to engage and optimize your best thought life in practical, meaningful ways so that you can live day by day in joy, peace, and God's purpose despite all externals. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hey there, Brain Changer. Now, before we get started, just four quick items. Number one, I have a gift for every single listener, and this is how you can get it. If you haven't already, would you take about two minutes to rate and write a review for the show on Apple Podcasts? This would really help us to get the word out about the show so that more folks can find us. If you don't use Apple Podcasts, please simply make a favorite or follow wherever you listen and then share your favorite episode link on social media tagging me when you do and if you do either of these tasks I want to know please dm me on facebook or send me an email to choose to think at gmail.com with your u.s mailing address and I will send you a small token of my appreciation it's two custom designed premium stickers from Chris Beth's world to remind you to keep living your best thought life. Number two, be sure to check the show notes for the link to purchase your very own theme-based t-shirts based on podcast episodes. There are nearly 100 designs waiting for you over on the Choose to Think Merchant More store. Come visit us today and snag a t-shirt to give as a gift for that special someone. Number three, you may not be aware of the time commitment involved in podcast production. For listeners, it is free content. Each week, I invest about 10 hours on the show doing my very best to put out quality work and to provide value, inspiration, and a whole lot of practical tips and tricks to encourage you in your Christian journey. Now, I'm on the lookout for small businesses or corporate sponsors for this show. If you own a small business or if you know of a local company who would be willing to sponsor an episode or two, would you please contact me directly? I have a special media kit that I would like to send that particular business or corporation and I would really appreciate your support and number four finally I also create for you special cheat sheets worksheets and downloadables available on my website and they're all free head on over to victoriadwalker.com to opt in okay and now on with the show thank you for being here did you know that the first Gatorade shower, you know, that ritual symbolic of Super Bowl success, was in 1984 when former Giants nose tackle Jim Burt doused Coach Parcells, is that how you say his name? Parcells? Parcells? When his team beat Washington. Well, it was his teammate Carson's who actually made the shower so famous a couple years later. Uh, let me tell you, I enjoyed watching the top 10 showers on YouTube recently. I was smiling ear to ear the whole time. There's something about watching that, you know, that <gasps> that takes your breath away. This sticky, sweet dousing tradition, which started as a prank of sorts, is now what every football coach anticipates and covets during his career at the Super Bowl. Okay, so you're thinking, Victoria, why on earth are you talking about football? Well, because when I was praying and pondering over Psalm 133, there's a verse there that speaks of precious oil on Aaron's head. 
And you'll remember that Aaron was Moses' brother. And it talks about how it ran down his beard, down to the edges of his robe. And I thought, gosh, when does something like this happen nowadays? You know, all that dousing. Well, so there's a connection. But Psalm 133 is one of 15 psalms classified as songs of ascents. A-S-C-E-N-T-S, you know, like going up, written by David. And scholars suggest that these songs of ascent were sung as worshipers or pilgrims ascended the hill of Jerusalem during the three pilgrimage festivals. And still others say that these songs were sung by the Levites as they walked up the 15 steps of the temple to perform their priestly duties. This psalm actually speaks of the sweetness and pleasantness of unity among brothers and offers us two striking metaphors for this unity, oil and dew, D-E-W, dew. First, the oil poured over Aaron's head. Okay, now who again was Aaron? Moses' brother, yes. And, you know, he was kind of his spokesperson in ways during and before the exodus from Egypt. His rod, I'm talking about Aaron, his rod was so powerful and it was symbolic of the one true God's power and majesty. During the Exodus, Aaron was guilty of tending to the clamor of the people and crafting that golden calf. Do you remember that? Aaron was also a priest. And just as Moses was prohibited from entering Canaan, did you also know that so too was Aaron? I didn't know that. Well, What does oil symbolize in the Bible? In general, it refers to the Spirit himself, as the Spirit is the one poured out and the one who anoints. So we have the oil and we have the dew of Hermon coming down the mountains of Zion. Now, Mount Hermon or Hermon is located in Palestine. Some say that its name means prominent peak or sacred mountain, as it towers over 10,000 feet high. I learned that it's actually the highest point in all of Israel. Still others say that because of its rounded top and when covered with snow, it gleamed and brightly shone in the sunlight. So they called it a word that means breastplate. It's also the source of the Jordan River. Historically, this mountain is known for Baal and other pagan worship. And later in New Testament times, many claim this was the place of Jesus' transfiguration. Now, as I said earlier, the psalm is about the sweetness of unity among believers in general, or the real-life brothers, Moses and Aaron in particular. At times, I like to glean from the Jewish encyclopedia to find acceptable interpretations, at least in the Jewish tradition, from different rabbis of past historical events. Now, I don't know if they're true or not. Some are just those traditional renderings or stories that were told over and again. So you'll have to take it for what it's worth. And about this psalm, some rabbis really dwell on the brotherly love shared between Moses and Aaron. They talk a lot about how Moses was the leader, but Aaron the high priest. And apparently there was no jealousy there. But instead, the brothers rejoiced over one another's greatness. And the in this particular passage, as I was studying, they point out a few verses demonstrating this great brotherly love. Some come from Exodus and the one, of course, in Psalms. And then 
in Deuteronomy as well in Malachi. So some of those verses are Moses and Aaron met in gladness of heart, kissing each other as true brothers. And then we, we have, of course, from our psalm, behold, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to live to get, or to dwell together in unity. And how about this? Of them it said, Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed. For Moses stood in righteousness, and Aaron stood for peace. The Jewish encyclopedia goes on to illustrate that the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard of Aaron, that even went down to the skirts of his garment, is as pure as the dew of Hermon. Okay, let's tie all this together. We have purity, goodness, abundance, pleasantness, righteousness, and peace among these two in, a, in powerful and symbolic metaphors and images. Perhaps this tiny three-verse psalm encapsulates the covenant blessing and favor upon God's people. That's kind of like you and me, in which ultimately we can take delight and find great joy and be refreshed. God's oil, so to speak, flows down to the deepest parts of our soul, even to those places where we might think God's light could never shine, nor his love ever find. God's presence heals and comforts us and anoints us for service. The dew, quote dew, in its pristine, pure form covers all people, so to speak, unifying us all under the divine blanket of brotherly love. This covering for us, whether oil or dew symbolically, was made possible through the atoning death of Jesus Christ. Stop and think about that for a moment. It was his blood that was spilled, that flowed to completely cover your sin and mine, cloaking us in a love so great, a grace so amazing, that ties the spirit of our creator directly to our own soul. Unparalleled unity and oneness. Christ was pure like a beautiful dew-capped mountain, and he in turn clothes us in white robes, justifying us and calling us pure and holy, set apart to do his good works. And you'll know that dew itself literally is very soft, subtle, and natural. It's gentle yet brilliant. And these are tried and true qualities of living together in unity. And so, too, these are characteristics of Christ. His call to you is an invitation, not a demand. He wants to commune with you, weary sojourner. He stands at the door and knocks. He doesn't break down the door and rush in. Yes, we do seek God. And when we seek him, his word tells us that we will find him. But God also seeks us. You know, he's known as the great hound of heaven, just just going and, and searching for us. But isn't now the time for you to open the door to your heart, to your creator? And hey, you don't have to wait for a once-in-a-lifetime moment to be doused, like those Super Bowl coaches hoping for the ice-cold bath. Nope. Once you let Jesus, Jesus into your heart, this anointing is available for you 24-7, 365. You'll have a continual feast. That is, unless you let outside forces play interference. As I read the psalm, I want you to think a little bit, because remember, we're choosing to think. And I want you to consider, for a moment, how you're getting along with others. 
Do you have any areas where forgiveness is in order? Are you ruminating a lot or thinking and rehearsing and repeating past offenses done to you? Do they keep, you keep conjuring those up over and over and over again? Do you live in unity with your spouse and with other family members? Do you need to be the one to take that first humble step toward reconciliation and restoration? If you do, believe me, you'll find the sweet victory will douse your soul, leaving your cup full to overflowing. Let's you and I choose to think. Let's take those thoughts captive that run contrary to God's word. Let's recognize what we're thinking about. Let's resist the enemy, reject those lies, and let's replace those thoughts with God's truth. That is one way that we can live together in unity, and it starts in our hearts and in our minds. Okay, let's listen to this beautiful and short Psalm 133. Psalm 133, the NASB version. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to live together in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head, running down upon the beard, as on Aaron's beard, the oil which ran down upon the edge of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, coming down upon the mountains of Zion, for the Lord commanded the blessing there, life forever. And this is the word of the Lord. And hey there, Brain Changer. I hope you enjoyed this message today. And before we close out, let's pray. Father in heaven, you long for your people to live in unity and peace, to be of one accord. In this day and age, families have been divided over politics, over pandemic, over money, and a myriad of other issues. Help us to remember that you made a way for goodness and mercy to triumph through the giving of your only Son, so that we might know truth and be set free from the cords of dissension and division. Start first, Lord, with me. Help me to take my thoughts captive. Help me to choose to dwell upon and think about those thoughts that bring glory to you, those thoughts that are truthful. And Father, in this way, teach me about you so that I might find freedom and joy despite all externals. Help me to live at peace with all those around me. I want to be a peacemaker. And Father, may you and you alone have the glory. And that's a wrap, Brain Changer. Thank you so much for tuning in. And say, if you like what you hear, please consider sharing this link to the show with a friend or a family member who you think might be encouraged by the inspiring and hope-filled messages that I try to put out every single week. So thank you so much for your support. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Chao.